Welcome to the ITSM Review Podcast, news, reviews and resources for worldwide ITSM professionals. Learn more at theitsmreview.com. Welcome to the ITSM Review Podcast. Uh, this is number podcast number three and we're coming live from the SITS Services and IC Sports Show Conference at Earls Court and I am surrounded by a, a, a fruit salad of, of <laughs> ITSM people. A veritable dessert. A mix. A motley crew is probably the right the right term. Um, something else in Brussels. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's let's move on from that. So I, I'm here and welcoming um, all the way from India, Suresh. Nice to see you. Yeah. And um, Simon from Sherwell. Hello, Simon Kent. How, how are you doing? Okay. Yeah, very good. Good show. We we also have Jennifer from Sherwell, but she's not going to see anything. Yes, yeah, she is. Come That's going to be quite difficult. I'm guessing. <laughs> Um, it's what they all what they all say. I'm, I'm not making any comment. Um, from Landes, we have Melanie. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good. And we have the the irrepressible and the um, indefatigable James Finister back on the podcast. Back, back on the podcast. I'm not even sure I can spell those words. That might have to be do with pins in my hand. He's well back to old times then. Drinking on the podcast. How how, how does how does that work? Um, nice to see you back. Um, from Bongar, we have Stuart McGregor. Nice Hello. to see you. Yeah, Looking see you. very, we can't see this on, on radio or on podcast, but you're very, very orange today. We like to try and stand out. Absolutely. Um, I'll just get my sunglasses before we, before we carry on. And of course, we have Toby um, from Diversified uh, and Services 360. Welcome. Hello. Um, we're really here just to have a bit of a chat about this show and, and how it's gone. Um, once again, you know, lots of lots of vendors, lots of um, things to talk about. But I mean, just just kicking off, and, and I'll I'll ask Jim to kick off because you know it's difficult to get him to say anything normally. Um, what's what what's been your first impression of this show uh, this year? What's what's different? What's better? What's new? Excuse me. It, it's it's interesting, Sam, because I, I think we've seen the show mature over the years. It's a very different event than it was three or four years ago. Uh, I think Laura Venables, once again, uh, really needs a shout out for the hard work she's done in, in organising it. We've taken a stand this year as TCS first time, and I, and I think that shows the stature of the show. But uh, TCS as a global company actually now sees this as a show for global footprint, mm-hmm. which I think is something we should all be proud of, because I think as an ITSM community, we've helped make that happen as well. Um, obviously, the troop strike has had an impact on mm. the numbers, uh, which is a real shame for people. But the people we've seen have been the people we wanted to see. In, in terms of we're, we're seeing, I, I, I think I only counted one person wandering around in shorts. <laughs> you know, a few years ago, this would be a show full of. I'm going to upset techies by saying it'd be a show full of techies. Uh, but I think it isn't. It's, it's now being effective. Should we have golf show. golf course golf club rules for? Um, you know, tailored shorts only. Absolutely. No, ta- no tattoos on the, uh, on the aisles. So, so seen some very interesting people. Our stand's been busy, and I think we certainly saw it as a worthwhile investment. Um, interestingly, this year, what I decided to do, normally I go to quite a few of the sessions. Once again, we've had an excellent program of sessions. I decided very consciously not to go to any of the sessions this year, because normally I go to a few sessions, I never get around the whole show, I never get to see anybody I talk to. This year I made my special effort not to go to sessions, and guess what? I still didn't manage to get around the whole show, 
see everything you see, but they wanted to talk to. So, so I think that's again a measure of its success. And I don't want to hog the airwaves, uh, but it's a long time since I did a podcast, so I know it is. Um, the other thing I'll call out about the show for the other team of time is, is the social nature on it. I think if you want to come and be part of the service management community, this is one of the shows I've come to to meet people. Uh, it, it, it's a very embracing show. Mm. Uh, and I think the social side of it is very important. I think it's the whole package for show, dinners, which I was going to say gives you value for money because since it's free for entrance, it's but it is kind of, I mean, it's good value, isn't it, for anybody that does come, they, they get the opportunity to listen to a number of speakers for free that they would normally have to pay for at a conference. Um, I, I mean, from the kind of vendor standpoint, I mean, does that does that work for you, for you guys? Do you, do you feel that it's a good way? I mean, there's two ways of looking at it. Either it, it brings more people in than might normally come, or does it actually does that then stop them coming to the stand because they're going? Everybody's going to the sessions. How, how does it? How do you feel about that? Now, what, what do you think? No, I think it's a good thing to have both the conference and the exhibition co located. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't stop people coming to the stands. They still have the time, but it gives them something to ask us about. Yeah. Even if we're not the ones presenting, if they hear something from a practitioner um, that they want to implement or. Uh, think about then coming to talk to vendors about it afterwards. It gives us a, a conversation opener. Mm -hmm. And rather than they did that, they come up to the stand and say, "I'm looking for an IT solution, but I don't really know what, what mm -hmm. I want." Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Stuart, we haven't talked before, and you haven't been on the podcast before. But I mean, what's what's your perspective? Have you come to this show before? So, so this is my uh, my third sit show. Uh, I've seen the recognition of of our company and product has increased significantly. It's, it's probably our most important show that we run uh, in Europe in terms of brand recognition. We're seeing, I suppose, more customers attend the show to come and speak to us. So from a networking perspective, it's fantastic. But importantly, it's a show that we monitor that pays for itself in terms of you know, the return on investment we get as an exhibitor in the show. It's definitely helped this year with the fact that we've had a, a speaker talking on uh, introducing chat uh, as, a, as a communication channel into the, the service desk and, and support operation. Uh, that's generated a lot of traffic through to us as well and it seems to be a, you know, a hot topic or one of the two or three hot topics that we've been talking about this year. But it's, it's, it's a good investment, you get you get business out of this show and it gets you, gets you up there. I mean it's interesting what you're saying about, you know, as the top European one of the top European ones, James, you're saying, you know, it's recognised on a kind of global scale. And Suresh, what's your coming from the outside, coming from coming from India, and, and you know, what kind of shows do you have there? How, do, how does this match up to that? First of all, I must admit, this is my maiden event of SITS, and not only maiden event of SITS, but also in London. But I've been looking forward for this event much, much more than any other probably the New Zealand and the Australian conferences because I've heard so much about it I didn't it was very difficult to believe until I came here and witnessed and I did tweet it uh, yesterday that uh, it exceeded my expectation when I mean exceeded there are a couple of aspects the first and foremost is this is a place where you can do what you want to do which means you can listen to great speakers have fun chatting with your social networks and contacts and the best part is 
all the best ITSM uh, people, professionals, be it as a vendor, be it as a service provider, be it as a consultant, all are here. And that's a one-stop place to go and visit and enjoy things. It's up to each one's take. So I've actually personally benefited and I looked at this one as a very compelling event for the reason that it's value for money because people don't need to money. And as James said, irrespective of the tube strike, people just throng in numbers, obviously would have had a lot more, just speaks volumes about how much they want to be a part of it. So I've, I've seen this to be an outstanding one and I, I intend to put something on my blog to just make sure that I, I don't um, you know, miss out on these key aspects and give that. And the other aspect of which I was also very happy was last year I did register not knowing it was a physical event. And they shipped me all the materials of the presentation which I said, wow, this is absolutely phenomenal because you are focusing on knowledge sharing and not focused on whether this guy is here or not and stuff like that. I think that's true value. And I think that has been a, a, a key takeaway for me. Mm -hmm. in terms of value. Thank you for that. I mean, Simon, we, we were on the same panel doing the customer experience piece and, and that seemed to be well received. I mean, from the share world perspective, do, do you get have the same view as everybody else or, or I mean, how, did, how does it work in terms of where, where it fits in with your other types of shows as well? Right. I, again, I echo what everybody has said, you know, from James in terms of the, the, the tube strike and what that sort of inadvertently somehow had a benefit mm. <laughs> in, in many respects because I'll, I'll dare to use the word tire kicker <laughs> um, because they you you know as a vendor you know you don't really want to be wasting your time um, it's it's a it, two days is a is a very short amount of time to have that throughput and get that return on your investment like Stuart says to get that return on, on who you can see and have conversations you can have. But I think the the strange sort of benefit that came out of the tube strike is that there were better quality of of prospect that came and spoke to us. And we need to get on to the effort. They've yeah. had to make that <laughs> effort. You know, they really were. Get on to the RMT union for next year. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that was, you know, serendipitous perhaps out of the situation. I think partly just a hats off to you in terms of the, the quality of the report and the white paper on the customer experience stuff and it's a pleasure to be part of that panel. Uh, it's good, it's it great. But I think um, I've also made a, perhaps different to James, I made a conscious effort of actually getting around to some of the sessions because in previous years I've always been sort of um, tied to the stand and doing demonstrations, having conversations with prospects and stuff and so on. Um, this year, I actually did the opposite and actually started to attend some of the sessions. And the quality of the information that's freely available in those sessions is intimating. That's there, it's free, and the quality is incredible of the, 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 the takeaways, ranging from, you know, let's be honest, Gartner, that's a draw. That's a draw. And, and um, Jeff Brooks, uh, you know, is a great speaker. But he also today, he, he sort of co-hosted, um, I can't remember the exact name of it, but it was a sort of CIO versus IT leader debate. Um, and that was very well, you know, and a, a great takeaway. Really was very good. And Noel Bruton sat in on his information. It's excellent stuff. And, and as usual, I mean, I, I did a few sessions as usual. Everyone was pretty much packed. 
Yeah, we didn't get tickets for yours. I just went a little late and then said, it's all sold out, please wait on the queue. That's not in the room, right? That's not the alcohol. This, this, of course, you may know, Barkley did get a special award. Yeah, exactly. Congratulations. For those who don't know, Barkley got awarded the ITSS Contributor of the Year Award against stiff competition. Yeah, who came second? There were two people from TCS as well. Yeah. But, but, but again, I think that still reflects the fact this show is, is, it is a good place to meet members and to sell. I, I think the overall package is about value for the service management community. And, uh, yes. If anybody's not been here, I think Suresh has said it, yeah, make the effort to come to this show. Mm -hmm. If I had to choose one sh I, I hate to be favouritism or anything like that, we obviously go to a lot of conferences. I mean, as Simon just mentioned, quality of the sessions. Yeah, I, I, Barkley and I travel. But, um, Quite, quite extensively to go to conferences. I, I think the content of the sessions here certainly stands. It's as good, yeah. To those I mean, very expensive paid events. Yeah. But it's an interesting question for me. You know, as this event raises its bar, what does that mean for the other service management events in the community? Yeah. It is a bit of a challenge, I suppose. Really, you know, because it's free and you know it's a little bit disruptive from that point of view. I mean that. Oh, obviously, what it can't do is it can't do networking and socialising in other locations. So you know the, the ones in the states and so on are, are going to be like that. But it does feel like the industry coming together. I, I always find you know that, that although people are, you guys are all competing and we're all competing for for some things, but it, it doesn't feel like that. You know, there's there's a lot of good conversations. People share stuff and, and get out there. And um, Toby, just bringing you in and what's I mean, from from the inside, if you like, you know, and from the um, the, the build up to this show. I mean, how how does it? What does it feel like having? Because this first year, I guess you will have seen it from that side. I mean, how 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 much does it? I mean, I think we all know how how hard Laura works and 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 her team and so on. But what does it feel like on the build up to this show? Yes, well, I must say, I've been looking at this show on a piece of paper for about seven months now. So to actually come onto the show floor and actually see what that informal piece of paper looks like in real life. Mm. It's, it's quite a treat. Um, and it's just it's just awesome and exciting. And I, I just feel like, I said, said to a couple of exhibitors now, I just feel like a, an excited puppy or something like that. <laughs> All for the last two days, just kind of like running from one place to the next to find out what cool stuff is going on. And just hearing the feedback that you guys are saying, you know, it echoes a lot of the feedback mm. that I've heard today already. And it's interesting, you know, that, the footfall discussion around around what does it mean that we've had this interruption from, from the train services and actually you know I'm looking down the aisles and there's a few people in the aisles because they're all on the stands. You know, and that's so encouraging. That's so I feel so pleased to see that because it's it's exactly what everyone's here to do. And actually one of the things I've discovered um, uh, over the past two days is that visitor competition is a real thing too. You know, the visitors are competing with each other. To see who they want to see, and you know, and if you've only got two or three people on the stand or something like that as an exhibitor, then um, then it's quite difficult to, especially if you're doing the Penguin March down the aisle with you know six people deep, it's really hard, and that just doesn't exist because of the nature of how the football worked, and because of everyone that was here was incredibly focused and serious about why they're here and what they're going to get out of it, and that was what was so great. I really did, and it's just, I just feel, feel quite proud now coming out there in the booth almost. 
Can I just move, move the discussion on a little bit then, which is just, I suppose, really just to ask people what kind of things they're hearing on this, you know, what, what, what are people asking for? Is that different? Is that new? Is, is, is you know, other, is that change from last year? Um, what, what kind of challenges are, or is it, you know, can you show us how to log an incident? Or, you know, has it moved on, I guess, would, would, would be the, the question. Stuart, would so I think um, generally one of the things that I've seen this year is there's been a lot more uh, discussion about change and, and I feel this is really positive as a supplier into this market that maybe last year or the year before people were thinking about change but now we're actually talking about spending money, actually actioning change that maybe they had been kind of building up for a period of years. So as a supplier that's very exciting. Things that people are talking to us about um, so we provide a remote support platform. Uh, I think traditionally people have thought of it as a tool that's been standalone. And this year's thing about actually this incident resolution process uh, shouldn't be separate from remote support to the service management platform, actually joining up the dots and streamlining this whole process to bring efficiencies into the service desk and other levels of support has, has made our whole conversation uh, go from a tool to being part of kind of the big picture, providing the service. So I mean, are people echoing that in terms of, is it more about pulling things together than, you know, in the, we probably have created silos in ITSM as well with our different processes. I mean, is, is, is that something that... I think from a, again, you, Stuart, you just mentioned the, the word um, service management platform. We're seeing... Um, an interesting trend that we're very pleased about in the fact that people are looking at building on ITSM and, and the frameworks from ITIL and so on into saying, well, we want to help out other areas of the business. And we're hearing demand that other business users are looking at the, these best practices and this, this guidance and these tools to help them in other areas. Um, that's definitely something that's so I think, and that's good for the whole industry, you know, not just the vendor. I think that's great for the the, the consulting community and and, and the uh, expertise community. And that's in that sense, it's fantastic. So the, the other thing I really love about the show is the fact that at the same exi exhibition location, at the same time, we've got the InfoSec uh, show as well. And I'm seeing people come to our stand within this part, wanting to talk about security and actually joining up security with service management and the kind of technologies and platforms that, that they need to uh, that they need support. Um, it's something that we've been promoting, but uh, uh, I think maybe things that have happened in the news around uh, you know, security, sites being vulnerable, I think actually it's that having the two things together makes this an even more important I was on a hot topic round table earlier with, with Mark Smalley and um, it was around IT governance and the two topics we covered were around governance, around managing processes and making sure that processes are adhered to and also the security of data and company privacy, privacy around company information and then also the brand of a company and how do you protect that and how do all those all those three things fit together? You know, and traditionally, you know, the security side of things is, is a slightly separate conversation to the service management sort of things. So 
and you know, as, as, as people like Kaimar are beginning to breathe in the DevOps side of things as well and trying to connect the infrastructure and development side of things through to the service management side of things, just everything's becoming much, much more holistic, I think. I that's agree. really great. I absolutely agree with that. I think there's a, there's a meeting of um, different spheres of influence. I, I, you were on the panel yesterday, Toby, on the um, social collaboration panel. Mm. And just that topic in itself it, it is it has come from business enterprise collaboration and what does that mean and now what does that mean for IT and IT joining in the conversation and collaborating and so forth and, and you see that influence from marketing, you see that influence from other business areas and like I say, conversely, therefore IT are more engaged in the conversation around business will stop and therefore providing value back to the business. Has, has anybody actually had business or non-IT people coming on to their stance? Have, have, you, have you seen any, I know it's a service desk and IT support show, but you know, it, it's probably the nearest we've got to you know, that, the gateway into other areas. So I, I had a few people who were from, uh, from financial large banks and stuff like that. I, said, I had a few people coming from Credit Suisse and stuff. It's purely a banking, you know, industry stuff. But what they were looking at is also holistically how IT service management plays a role because they have a mere introduction of IT as a foundation level, but they don't know what does it take beyond that, you know. And again, it comes to the point that is IT foundation alone sufficient enough to deliver value. But I saw some senior, you know, kind of. Uh, uh, senior level managers coming across some of the financial sectors we look at. And that's a healthy sign because let's move away from IT and look at how the service management piece is, is, is cascading across to different parts of the industry. And I think it, it has to be more relevant and it has to be consumable in all formats, otherwise it's not worth it to consume. So. Uh, I think that's quite interesting to pick up on some of the tokens Obviously, I'm, I'm here talking a lot about service information management. This drawing of the approach is key to where we're going. And I think from a tools perspective, that raises lots of questions. We still have a lot of people here saying point solutions. Uh, and I think we need to think about how we just as an industry to more integrate a set of tool solutions. Governance, I think, has been a subject a lot of people have talked about. I know Suresh, you were on the panel about that. Interesting, I think that theme started with P14 this year. Governance is beginning to be more mainstream in IT, which obviously I think is a very good thing to make governance back down. But the other thing I picked up is about education and careers. And a lot of people have been talking to me about where does the service management career path go now? And I, and I think there's an optimism now that people are seeing service management as a very positive career path. And I think that's something we, we, we as an industry, we need to start having a much bigger conversation. I think there's still a lot of distance to go there. Absolutely, which is why I need the conversation. Um, yeah, in previous podcasts, different guys, we've talked about people like Northampton Business School with their IT service management qualification. Something interesting, I mean, it's nice to see decision makers here, but also what do we do to bring those young people in? I'm feeling my age talk about young people. Uh, in to share some of what's happening at events like this. I, I did a session on service desk respect I mean just just putting a little bit of a spoken that, that that you know where I did ask the question of the audience you know how many of you did feel that your service desk was sufficiently or appropriately 
given respect and they all, nobody put up their hands at all, not a single person. And that, you know, that was, that was disappointing. I, I thought, because I thought we had moved on a bit, but you know, I, I know from working with clients that it's, it's still an issue and I'd say it's much better than it was, but it's still an issue. The other and side to that though, Barclay, is that people come to that session, they're coming to learn. And learn what you're teaching them. You know, if they already feel like people respect them, they don't need to come to you. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I, I still would have thought that there would have been at least somebody that, or maybe they just felt, maybe they just thought, well, intimidated, know, intimidated by that <laughs> Scottish <laughs> guy shouting at us. Respect the service desk. <laughs> God's sake. I see a lot of tweets on that, so I, I think it was well received for that. It, it, I was quite surprised actually because I, I sort of threw it in at the last minute. Can, can I ask from a marketing point of view, those of you here that are particularly involved in marketing, what, you know, what, what, what the perspective is going forward as to, you know, what kind of messages you're looking at going out next, you know, for the, for the next phase of things? Because there's always new stuff coming in, there's always, you know, new tech and new ideas and all that kind of stuff. I mean, what... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's less about talking about the tech, to be honest. Um, I know, you know, we all have conversations about, actually, sometimes we go too far. I'm blind from a technology company, but, you know, it's more about ensuring that people... Part of it is getting back to basics, part of it is understanding. You know, we, we have an awful lot of conversations with people on the stand, where they come on the stands and they say to us, Yes, we want to do item 15, you know, disciplines and incident problem change events, etc., etc. And we go, well, what processes do you have? have? You know, have you looked at them? Because we're not going to come and talk to you unless you've really had a deep think about what you want to do. So I'm hearing a lot more about people talking about processes and looking internally first and ensuring that they've got everything together. Because I think they've been burned a few times. You know, they are coming to us. We know that this industry is written. engaging with other departments because you just talked about respect unless you go out and engage with other departments it's not just because the one thing that I did have on our stand was not necessarily HR or accounts coming to us saying we want the IT service management solution why would they come to an ITSM show actually two years ago I did but we're having ITSM practitioners on the stand saying oh do you do HR or do you do facilities because they're now talking now finally to their departments and their departments are saying to them, well we're seeing what you're doing process management over here, what can, what can you do to help us? So that, I mean that's what I'm quite interested in is whether actually vendors will start to market to, to those areas, you know, rather than just talking at the, the traditional IT and IT service management landscape that, that we know and obviously that has its own challenges in terms of language and um, perspective and, and so on. Laura and I do quite a lot of coaching for especially new exhibitors and young exhibitors or inexperienced exhibitors on, on on how best to make use of their time at the show and the people that they're speaking to. And I think a lot of it is is, is focusing around what sort of questions you're asking and what you're and what you're actually listening for when people are answering and speaking to a new exhibitor today, they you know, people come up to them and the inherent you know, people that are approaching them 
you know, the, the first question is, oh, so what does your tool do? But that's not really what the conversation is about or needs to be about. And especially if you know, you've got people that it's not necessarily inexperienced, but it's just you know, if, you're not, if you're not familiar with the environment, it's the first time you're doing it, something like that, it's difficult to know what to do. Face-to-face -face sales and marketing is very different. And and, and talking to these, talking to people in that situation, saying to them, when people come up to you and say they want a new tool, that's not really what they're thinking. You need to dig a little deeper and ask them questions about what are, what are their actual problems and what are they actually, what, are they, what is their organisation struggling with at the moment, or what is their organisation looking to develop further? And that's really what the question is that they need to be asking. But it's just so much easier to go in with the tools and the features and all that yeah. sort of stuff because that's what you're trying. To and in some ways, if if there's maybe slightly less people but more focused, you know. We we had in the past, you know, the 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 office outing when there's like ten of them come from a company, you know, all got bags of goodies and, you know, and that they're they're going to do the show in, in, in two days. Maybe less of that. Maybe less of that this year. I, so, I saw a little bit of that. Still a bit I, yeah, I saw a little bit of that. But I think in some respects, um, in many respects, that's kind of like a good thing as well. But given that, again, back to the point about the richness of the content. You know, in terms of the um, seminar content, the theatre content, and so forth. You know, but they, if they take that opportunity to go, actually, I'm going to listen in on social collaboration or you know, knowledge management or so on and so forth. That actually, there's some more benefit to do that if they can afford to do that. But I think again, if they, if, if a customer looks at it and says, do you know what, we will invest the, the, the hard cash to get down here to travel to yeah. figure out how to get here whilst there's a tube strike on, you know, and that's a team of people. That's testament to the show again. You just have add, added a moat with crocodiles on the outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Adds to the, exactly. the challenge yeah, yeah. of getting exactly. here. You know. I think just, to get, sorry, just, just to go back to Toby's point about coaching exhibitors, I think, I think and maybe this is why the session's still gel, I think Al mentioned this earlier. It's one thing to be an exhibitor and, and, and to be coached on what professional strategy, but actually it's quite challenging to be a visitor thinking about banking new talk, to go to the stands, to know what questions to ask. And, and I think that's the thing, again, I think we did more to help. But it's also interesting for me to see that the more mature tool vendors are almost by default moving into a semi-consultancy. People are choosing you as a tool vendor based on the technical capability of your tool, it's about the quality of advice you're giving, those questions you're asking exactly. are part of how you're being evaluated, uh, and it's interesting as well to see people like Landesk who perhaps want to fought leadership with a new Shadow IT book, quick like that, for the new Landesk a Shadow IT book, which Barthi and I contributed to. Uh, <laughs> really read it. But but yeah, but yeah, I, I think this is interesting, and I think people the good customers are looking for much more mature tool supplier. Uh, and I think the good, good tool vendors are certainly stepping up. Picking up on that point about the fact that um, practitioners don't necessarily know what to ask for, I think part of it is, is it's human conditioning. So you're having a conversation with your colleagues in the office, and you think you've had that same conversation with the people on the stand. It's almost you think you're continuing the conversation and you're not. We, you know, the, us on the stand as vendors, we, we don't know what kind of you know, panel discussion the way the practitioners have had in the office, and we need to have that same discussion with you on the stand. That's what we're missing. It's almost a gap in communication. I mean, I think as a vendor, one of the things that we bring is 
we see many more implementations of this technology than our customers do. It puts us in a, in a different position to them. They, um, they may in their career see half a dozen, well actually we see um, tens or hundreds of these implementations of, of technology across many sectors, across um, many different challenges in different industries. And I think it does, even as a product provider, allow us to talk with authority and experience that maybe our customers don't necessarily always have. Simon and I were talking about um, a days ago around empathy. And, and actually, that's exactly, you know, the skills that you're using there of saying, treating treating that conversation you're having with the, with the, with the prospect around, this is the first time that they've perhaps had this conversation about the implementation of this sort of technology. You know, the service desk requires those skills too. It's, you know, exactly. you know as a service desk analyst, you probably reset 3,000 passwords this week, or, you know, when you were last on whatever. Whereas for the first person, for the first, you know, might be the first time that you've ever had a problem with your password, and you're panicking, and you don't know what to do. And, and that, that, that level of empathy allows you to, even if it's the 3,000 times you've dealt with a problem, but you, you understand the position that that person Absolutely. is in. Absolutely. And I, I think also, just to, to pick up on that, there's um, an opportunity when, when a prospect comes to your stand and has a conversation with you, that you're starting the first formation of a relationship at that point, immediately. And relationship ties and that engagement and that connected, you know, that connectedness. Um, and and we're being consultative because we're giving. It's, it's about um, I, I heard a phrase used last year uh, which I really liked, which was not networking but net giving. And uh, and that's what we're doing in, in that in kind of California. There, it so. is a <laughs> was in actually what. California was in Colorado Springs, oh, but, uh, but it was in America. Yeah, but it was it was a, it was a valid point. Is that we're giving and imparting advice and mm -hmm. um, dare I say expertise, but without being snappy as well. It's yeah, we we know hopefully we know what we're talking about, I, I, and we can give that advice. I think there's just just rounding this bit off because we're starting to run out of time, and I'd just like to, to sort of round up, but. I think there is that sense as well that it is actually the only show where the vendors have center stage and are given the sort of level of appropriate um, and respect isn't the right word, but you know, whereas other shows that there may you know it, it's an add-on and and you know it's it's the main event is the conference, whereas here actually the main event really is the is the exhibition, and that's you know and I think traditionally we've seen you know not a great view of vendors from some of some of the conference you know it, it, it's like well it's something that has to be done and has paying for what we're doing but actually you know to, whereas here it's right at the center mm -hmm. could, could i just ask just we we could talk here all all day I'm, I'm sure but just could i ask everybody just for a final sort of takeaway from this year's show uh, and then we'll round up there because um well that was james finnis's helicopter that went over this <laughs> A minute or so ago, um, he's had his, his pins. Yeah. <laughs> Toby, what, what's your big takeaway from the show this year? There's been a massive amount of discussion about human behaviour uh, in every single session and mm -hmm. discussion that I've been a part of, and it's just so vital that we get it and it becomes mm -hmm. almost the centre of what happens after. And these, you know, these conversations, and still you see. People going tool first, tool first, even though we're constantly having these conversations about people first, saying, how do we make that leap? 
what, was, what was the thing we had in that in that report? You know, H H to H, not B to B or B to C. Human to human. Sure. What's your takeaway this year? I think certainly as as a tool provider, I'm I'm starting to see, I suppose, the maturity of thought in our area. From originally, I had people talking to me about so having to undo screen sharing with your tool to actually how do we transform the way we deliver service for our customers. They're, they're talking to us in a way where we're trying to evangelise this and we're starting to hear some of this back now. So it's, it's definitely showing to us that our efforts in putting a, a, a message into the market is it's kind of rebounding back and, and reconfirming that I think we're doing the right thing. Good, yeah. Um, it's difficult because I've spoken so many times about this show in so many different formats to think of something to do. Uh, and Paul Suresh is going to be last, so he's got a real change in everything. Doesn't have to be. Um, I'm going to think about something Barkey mentioned. I, I think this show has reminded me how important that H2H interaction is, and there's something about physically being here, being involved, meeting people, and it, it's, it's still the power of real social, not social, you know, Twitter, Facebook all those things I do a lot. It, it's the real value of people having face-to-face -face conversations. Yeah. I agree, it is a value of face-to-face conversations, certainly for us also. It's really uh, heartening to see that the practitioners that come on the stand are also thinking about being more user-focused and engaging more, and as I mentioned before, um, talking to their other departments and things like self-service and service catalog which were you know talked about in the past but are now actually being hunted down because it, they're seeing this is the way that it's going to make difference things like that but also echoing Stuart changing config people are understanding that things like that again have a real impact on their users and things go down they do things you know unmanaged so the maturity the fact that people are wanting to engage more um, those are the kind of things that I think this year stood out. Okay, thank you. Suresh, we'll go to you now. Yes, for that, we're okay. just hoping the, the last one. I think my biggest take in the whole of this uh, thing is I've had, I had actually planned well to meet a lot of people and book their diaries and made sure that I was able to complete that. And that was a phenomenal take for me because across the region, Across whomever I aspired to follow and other stuff, I had that personal connect spending. I've actually sat with Kaiman on the floor and for the people on the on, on, the, on the ground, some with James on walking, you know, walking the talk. So it's been a fascinating, uh, you know, um, um, journey in the last two days that I've lived that I would say that this is the best content that I've ever done. And I, and I, 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 I doubt and I bet here that if there would be another conference apart from SITS that could match this expectation. I'm not exaggerating, but I'm saying from what I've seen in the last few years. Okay, that's, that's great. Simon, for God's sake, say, say something negative. <laughs> We're all gushing here, you know. To... Um, say something negative. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no I, honestly, I can't. And, um, it, it, to me, the word is relationships. That, that to me is what it's about. It's an opportunity and has been an opportunity and, and in previous years it's been an opportunity. But here's another example this year where it's absolutely been about forming new relationships, confirming existing ones and you know, that's what it ultimately is about. It's relationships between 
us as as the industry. But I think the message that's come through in this human to human piece is actually that the the service management um, career and, and sphere has come of age to go. Actually, yeah, it's not. It's not just about people. Uh, you know, sorry, it's not about process and technology. The people bit is really coming out to echo what Tony said. The people bit is really starting to come out, and that people bit means relationships. So I think it's, that's that's the word for me. So the industry's getting it at last. I think so. Super. Well, we'll, we'll just we'll just end there. We can't go any further than that. Um, thank you all for participating. Great to uh, see you all. Welcome to the UK, yeah. and um, and we'll we'll see you all again. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.